uh, welcome back to our cup. Well, not even welcome back. Not even welcome back. It's our first episode, and we decided to talk about probably what I think is probably the most best slasher film from Wes Craven, and that excludes uh, Freddy Krueger. I'm here with uh, Kyle. Hello. And I'm also here with Gyo. Welcome. Well, you're doing like a Hotel Transylvania kind of like vampire kind of thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I look like him every now and then. I'm blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I do not say blah, blah, blah. Jonathan, you are begging my daughter. So, we're going to talk a bit about Scream for our first episode, which I, you know, personally believe is my favourite slasher film. Ooh, controversial. It is controversial. People might say, oh, no, Friday the 13th, even though I do actually have a Friday the 13th poster. Oof. I do not have a screen poster though. I'm working towards that as we speak. They have some cool posters. They do, they do. Um, <laughs> so, let, let's start. So, what were your first thoughts about Scream after watching it? Like, what was your favourite scenes and stuff? Joe, do you want to start? Alright, so, Scream for me, it was like... Well, I wouldn't say my introduction, because I've I've watched horror movies every now and then, you know. But it was October last year, I was in a boarding house, and my friend said, all right, I'll put this film on. Obviously, I've seen it before, you know, Dead by Daylight. But um, it, I, I really did enjoy the film, like, quite a lot. I really liked the way it was shot. It's just, it is like a step, not stereotypical, because it's almost a parody, I'd say, of the genre. Um, my personal favourite scene was the unmasking of um, Who Goes First Was. That was definitely my favourite when I first saw it. Because I just really loved the chemistry the actors had. And I just you feel it on the screen. And everyone in the room was shocked, you know, except for my friend who had already seen it, including me. And, well, that is probably my favourite scene, to be honest, because I prefer the more character-based interactions and a lot of slasher films. possibly the most meta part of the film where he's watching Halloween and then Ghostface uh, creeps behind the knife and is about to stab him and Randy's starting to say he's behind you you know yeah, yeah. Like, just watching the TV drinking saying he's behind you Pro possibly the most meta part of the film breaking the fourth wall you know little tug -tug. Yeah. I mean that is what the, sh uh, the movie is itself it's parodying yeah. like the genre in and of itself which is what I get what I I, I believe it's I believe it's one of the first films to include a film inside of a film because I don't know if you've heard about it but um there was like the stab franchise oh, right I'm not familiar yeah um so within this group looking this up during a lesson on a media yeah, yeah 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 no it, it's a it's a parody it's a parody within a film that's also sort of a parody of the horror franchise that's like inception parodies. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ I it's a bit cliche or whatever, but I, I it's the scene where they're stabbing each other and <laughs> didn't it take like five days and Billy Loomis days, just yeah. really just done with it. He threw the phone at Stu and he just sort of um he just sort of improvised. <laughs> you threw the phone at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's actually five days. This was said in an interview that they had fun to set, but. The finale took them five days to, to shoot because they had to keep they wanted to get it perfect with the right amount of scariness and the right amount of humor that in the end um 
Billy, or I think his name is actually called Skeet. Yeah, his real name's called Skeet. Skeet Ulrich, he was in uh, Riverdale as well. Yeah, he was, yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> Skeet was so tired of, uh, you know, doing this scene over and over that in the end he just threw the uh, the phone at Matthew Lillard, a.k.a. Stu Macker. And Stu Macker actually got hurt and he said, you threw the phone at me, you dick, and they kept it. <laughs> Well, I really loved that scene. Again, it's like similar to him. That is one of my favourite scenes. I think it really did fit with the feel of the film. Yeah. Um, do you have a favourite kill? Ooh. That is a tough one. There are so many good kills. Um, I've got to say, before anyone else takes my answer, it has to be the garage scene. Where, Ooh. Where, I forgot the character's name. Oh, no. Um, I think it's Tatum. Tatum, yeah. Tatum, yeah. Tatum gets stuck in the, the cat flap in the garage and she gets wedged uh, and she gets basically, I think, split in half. Not split in half, but her spine gets crushed and she dies. Oh. Yeah, brutal, but also very, very good. I, I loved that, like, kill. It was amazing. Yeah. What was yours? Do you have a favourite kill? Ooh, that is a tough one because, because again, it was my first slasher film, so they they all really came as, as a surprise to me. I wasn't used to seeing so many deaths in one film, especially like for the age. But if I'm being completely honest, it would probably be the first one. Yeah, I mean it's iconic. That scene is iconic. Literally, just the hang. Oh, still gets me to this day. It's well, it's so. Yeah, yeah, from the truck. Oh man, I remember seeing that for the first time. I'm not even screaming, but that still got me. I don't know what it was. Um, like that—that's that's such a good scene. I mean, I think it's the most iconic scene in Scream because as Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you didn't know, Drew Barrymore is actually the woman with a hand over her mouth in the poster. Is she? Yeah, that, that's her in the poster. <gasps> oh, it is as well. Yeah, and. Originally, she was going to take the role of Sydney Prescott, you know, the final girl, because they wanted, you know, star power to the name, so it would attract more people to the Ooh. Scene. Media language. Media language, yeah. Media language. I'll see if I can play pop up. Just like a little media language <laughs> sign. Um, but yeah, and Drew Barrymore actually refused the part of Sydney, and they wrote this entire scene towards her so that she had her own dedicated screen time, but also Drew Barrymore said that. She wanted the comfort blanket taken off the audience. That you know, yeah. that the big celebrity won't die, but in fact that she does. And yeah, it was powerful. She feels like the main character when you're watching it. Yeah. And then you meet, uh, of course, you meet Sidney Prescott. The next scene with Billy climbing in through a window, very, very eighties like rom com. Like, yeah. Through window, yeah. Do you think that was intentional? I think that was intentional. Oh, or at least yeah, it feels there's so, many, there's so many references throughout the entire film to different... May it be, like, subliminal by showing you posts in the background? Or even, you know, uh, Randy later on saying, he wants to watch Hellraiser, he wants to watch, I think, it was Halloween, or, like, Eve the Evil Dead. Um, it, the whole film's just chocked up through references. I actually recommend a YouTuber. I'll try to link and... I think there's around like 36 horror film references. 36? Yeah. Wow. It is a love letter to the uh, genre. Yeah, definitely. Um, but Drew Barrymore, I think, is perfect as the first girl. With yeah. 
her like basically cheating on her boyfriend saying when he says do you have a boyfriend she goes no yeah okay but then later on she goes i actually do have a boyfriend he's really tall he plays football and he'll kick the shit out of you of course that uh ghost face i can't like oh i'm shivering in my boots because he knows exactly that Ghostface knows exactly that he has Steve on the chair yeah. side of the porch. Uh, so, Carol, do you have a favorite kill? I do. What's that? It's, um, it's nearer to the end of the film, actually. Right. Uh, it'd be, well, it's Billy Loomis. Uh, I don't know why. It's just one. Well, it's it's the funniest kill in the, in the entire in the entire film. No, oh, with Randy going, this is where the the, the villain comes back for one last good. Scene. Comes back to life. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, it's just it's it's just the it's just like how he sits up and then get instantly falls back down. It's so funny. <laughs> like, almost like zombie like. Maybe it's like a reference to like zombie films. How like the zombie. Comes Maybe like Myers. Myers as well, yeah. Because of how Billy gets up, he he uses mm. abdominal muscles to get up. Very similar to Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've also got to say that. Um, there we go. We're going to nominate Kill of the Week, very Zombieland style, as we realise. Yeah, yeah. That uh, Kill of the Week. Um, what, 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 what should we say that the Kill of the Week should be uh, for Scream? Yeah, well, I for so most innovative, in my opinion, would be the um, garage door. Oh, with Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably have to go with that. I'd like to. See Obviously, the first kill, that's my favourite, but I feel like Garage Door wins it. Yeah, definitely Garage Door wins it. With just how Ghostface reacts by, you know, slinking back in. He's like, oh, crap. <laughs> just like, you know, sidestepping into the... It's door. almost yeah. comedic. Yeah, it's like it's comedic. Because even how yeah. he starts to die, he says, oh, don't cut, kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel, grabs a wrist and cuts. It's um dramatic wrong. irony. It's dramatic irony, yeah. What, do you want to play, oh, do you want to play, should I play the helpless victim? And he nods. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, I love, I love it when he nods or just does stuff like that. It's yeah. so fun. It's, like, it's yeah, very ghost-based. Like, I like how they think it's Randy Quidditch throughout the entire film. Behind the ghost. Yeah. It's like, oh, quit it, Randy. You know. <laughs> so, I, I guess it does establish that maybe you think Randy is the killer just because he's obsessed with horror films. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is the rules of surviving a horror film. <laughs> um, so Killer Queen <coughs> has to go to uh, Tatum Riley in the garage door scene. How she died yeah, yeah. We, we've never seen before in a franchise before. She always seen you know, Jason, you know, hit them across the tree in a sleeping bag. That was cool. Mm -hmm. But we've mm -hmm. never seen anyone, you know, their, their boobs be the fault of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a brilliant way to put it yeah um, yeah but I mean like if, if you've watched Dead Meat then you can see like for example a lot of films before Scream so as you said Friday the 13th although they have a lot of kills not even a lot of kills in a lot of films but a lot of them aren't even that imaginative yeah which is very different to like what you'd see in contemporary horror movies nowadays which is why I think Scream deserves a lot of a lot of praise I think it really I wouldn't say reinvented, but reinvigorated the genre. Yeah. I think as, well, as moving on a little bit, um, 
It shows his actual film. So it shows the first film and also um, the quiz that Ghostface gives uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. Saying who's the killer in Halloween? She goes, Michael, Michael Myers. Yeah. There's a very like it's it's hard to catch, but once you see it, you can't unsee it. The Freddy Krueger janitor in the hallway. Oh, definitely. And he's called Fred. Oh no way. Yeah, he's called Fred. Apparently it was 15 million. 15 million and they couldn't afford like, I don't know, like two or three extra, like... Yeah, yeah, like... No new sound effects, it's not allowed. I understand sound effects were limited back then, but surely, you know, they could... Like, yeah, the They could at least pitch it. They pitch it. Well, <laughs> very like, minimal. Foley artist, you know, where they recorded the... Music, yeah, yeah. Maybe I still am the bad guy. Okay, are there any iconic lines? I think definitely. I mean, oh, most definitely. So many. Oh, no. It's, it's got it's got the iconic do you like scary movies uh, my bo- uh, i do have a boyfriend he's six foot tall he plays football and he kicked the shit out of you that's a very good line as well yeah yeah um, there's always the obvious... this classic um oh please don't come mr ghostface i want to be in the sequel yeah yeah um you should go you got me too deep man i'm feeling <laughs> My personal favourite line is when Billy says, well, he, he references um, Psycho, mm. Alfred Hitchcock, when he says, we all go a little mad sometimes. And he says, Anthony Perkins. And then he shoots, Psycho. Then he shoots Randy. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's going mad here. We all go a little mad sometimes. And he fucking 
I just love the fact that they give respect to like the original horror movie oh, in okay. uh, Hitchcock because yeah, not many of them actually reference Alfred Hitchcock nowadays. You get like Jason and stuff, but you don't really see a lot of the old time horror movies nowadays. Yeah. Well, at least we got we got a quote. Mm. Go on. Oh, you got yeah. Uh, we got the we got the classic uh, one liner from Sydney right at the end of the film. Not in my movie. Yeah. It's just very, very like fourth wall. It breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. So yeah, because Randy, and it makes sense that Randy does mention that's like oh, it's when the killer comes back, and you know it's like oh, not in my movie, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Very iconic, and you know just very female power, you know. Like how she, yeah, yeah, for its time. She, she fucking gunned down Billy Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Friday the Thirteenth, at least the first one, that had a female lead, didn't it? That, I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, yeah that's Pamela. Female. Yeah, Pamela. Yeah, Pamela Voorhees. I did like. I did actually quite like her role in Scream, though. I'm not gonna lie. Hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, also, the, the friends, the friends actor Monica was the bloody uh, news reporter. Monica, <laughs> yeah, Monica. I need to. Oh God, I'm doing like Pamela. I need to yeah. Monica Lewinsky. Sorry. Monica Geller. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she's I just watch Friends. Yeah, you should watch Friends. I recommend it. Even oh, oh yeah. yeah. Friends is sick. Um, is there any unnecessarily comedic scenes? Oh, we've discussed it already. I think Randy, I think Randy's, you know, oh, he's behind you, I think goes a little bit too far, where it's almost like, you know, like spoofy from the horror genre. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's meant to be funny. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I quite like that for what the film is. I really enjoy the fact that it does do things like that. But on repeated viewings, it can get a bit tedious. Yeah. Think about this. This was like, what was it like? When was Scream? Like 1980s, 1990s? Scream was 1996. 1996. Yeah, it's the, the the horror in this was probably amazing for its time. Oh yeah, amazing for its time. Actually, um, I oh man, I don't think so. I, maybe because I knew who the killers were and stuff that I didn't get you know that scared. For oh yeah. As yeah, someone yeah. who came in with no prior knowledge, because this was before you know everyone started doing thirst traps for the scream characters. Oh yeah, uh, no. <laughs> Without knowing who the killers were, when I first watched it, I did find, I, I don't think it was overly scary, but I would argue it was quite scary. I don't get scared by as many things. That's from playing things like Outlast when I was nine. So things that are scary. Oh, Outlast, it's spooky. <laughs> don't even start. But I, I still found this film decently scary, which is something not many films can do. Like Blair Witch, that did that for me, but not many others. That's one to watch. I need to watch that still. It's a very film. Really? Yeah, only seven. And that was, off the top of my head, Casey, Billy and Stu, the Gail Weathers, Lenny, Gail Weathers, like, cameraman. Uh, yeah. Tatum. Tatum. The, the principal. Steve. 
I swear they don't know if um, Stu died though. Like it wasn't confirmed. At least I haven't watched it in a while, but I just yeah. remember some. He probably bled out. Yeah, people, people reckon he bled out, but they said there's a chance. So let's just count it as a kill, anyway. That's fair enough. Yeah, we'll count it a kill until proven wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Because people say, oh, if you turn the volume, he's groaning. It's like I I went back and watched it. Soon turned all the volume. It's like he's not groaning. It's just for the notes, you know. Oh, you know he's still alive. It's like. I know Matthew Lillard did such a good job, but I don't think he would hold up as the only Ghostface killer. Billy I love Billy Lillard. Lillard. Unhinged, you know. I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have only watched the first Scream. Are the others any good? Uh, I bet you I have, we haven't watched them. You haven't? No. No. There's a new kid of Scream 2, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You say that, but let's look at the, the, the franchise of horror films. Let's see. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's got Freddy Krueger all the way through. Uh, Friday the Fashion. It's got Jason all the way through. Uh, let's see. It, that's two Pennywises. Yeah, Pennywise. Twice. Twice. Mm. Times, actually. Oh, Good point. The mini-seri- yeah, the miniseries, the old film, and then the new ones. Yeah, that's a good point. Three times. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean... You... Oh, uh, go on, Joe. Yeah. Um... Uh, could that be because of the fact that he's a clown now? Because Scream, I wouldn't say, operates of any phobias. You could argue that, like, maybe Home Intruder as a phobia. But Pennywise, oper- a lot of them operate under, like, signature things. But Scream, so Ghostface... Isn't really connected to any phobias, I don't think. I mean, maybe he's quite good at hiding. He's quite good at hiding, but like most, but I've seen Jason hide before yeah. in some of the films. He does that. Yeah, he's six foot. What is he like? Six foot four. <laughs> he's he's built like a rugby player, and he's still <laughs> hiding <laughs> in the closet. Oh well, yeah, that make that. Oh, he's gonna rip your jaw off. <laughs> <laughs> Spin your jaw. Spin your jaw. Um, if you could give Scream a rating out of 10, would be good. And one sentence um, to summarise it. I'd personally give it about a 7 or 8 out of 10. Because I personally... I, I feel like uh, it was probably one of the best horror films... That, well, I don't know if you... Yeah, it's probably one of the best horror films I've seen. Because it's got comedy, it's got the gore and it's got just like it's perfectly made together but they i feel like they could have done like the effects maybe a bit better like for example the yeah but like even even just the cutting bit that was a bit of a put off because it was just the same noise repeated yeah yeah i got that Mm. then what would you say your sentence is just one sentence oh um Good. It's a good horror film, but it could use a bit of work. Good horror film, but could use a bit of work. All right, that's good. Um, uh, okay. Joe, you're you're rating it a ten. Call me Anthony Fantana. I'm gonna give it a strong six. I'd say that sounds harsh, but like yeah. by my reviewing system, that is still decently high. Most things fall under a five for me. Uh, yeah. I would say strong six to a seven, yeah. and. That's mainly, it's mainly due to the fact that I feel like, uh, as you said earlier, I think if they were to not necessarily remake it, but I feel like if they, if they had even more 
contemporary options. Like, maybe if it was released a couple of years later, I'd argue. Obviously, you know, cast would have to change and all that. But I feel like nowadays, Scream would be much, much more prominent than it would be in the, 1990, uh, in the 1990s. Obviously, you have your slasher films, left, right and centre, but I feel like a more modern take would be even stronger. Which is why I'd give it a six. And that's not anything against the film. I do really like the film. The actors are really good. My one sentence for it would be, I'd say it's a celebration of the slasher genre. And you should go in looking for a comedy, in my opinion. Yeah. It really works for that. Um, I'd give it a solid seven. But, yeah. Um, going strong? Yeah, you're going, in, going in strong. And it's purely because of the actors. Most of them were not known at all as mm. actors before it. Um, yeah. Because they were really young, so they were only just starting, and Scream was their big break. Same Matthew Lillard got, you know, fucking shaggy after Scream. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to play shaggy for millions of people. Um, but my, my sentence is uh, Scream more like. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> that, that's our title that, that's our title for this episode scream more really like, more oh, like... Oh, <laughs> there we go it's perfect that's it that, that's our first episode what first a way episode. to begin first episode begin. first episode that's <laughs> what you love let's go like starting strong jeez <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was trying to think of a better one in Q course and I'll come back to you. <laughs> give, give me a night. Uh, okay. Um, okay, any closing thoughts? Now for me, mm. I there's there's a lot to say for Scream really. I could talk for a decent length of time about what I think of Scream. I I I love what it did for the genre, as I said earlier. In my opinion, if you're going to watch the film, then you shouldn't go in looking to be scared because this isn't like a film which is going to really scare you. I'd look at it more as a parody. Not, as, not necessarily a parody, but you get what I mean, like a yeah. celebration yeah. of the genre. It shows you exactly what the genre entails. And if you enjoy it, you'll probably enjoy the other films. But, as I said, I don't think you should go into it looking for this big, scary film because I don't think that's the director's intent, to be honest. Like, if you look at the way it's shot... The lines, I mean, if you have a line where the actor for Shaggy says, Oh, I'm getting woozy, you're not looking at a scary film. <laughs> Even before you check it, it's not a scary <laughs> film. Okay, yeah, I, I totally agree because I was expecting to go, like, Oh man, Scream is going to scare me so much. And I ended up laughing. Like, me and Kyle, <laughs> we were expecting to go, Wow, I, that was really scary. But we just ended up quoting it and laughing about it. I yeah. such a. It's such a good film. I love it for that. Because mm. you, you can do it with other films. So you, know, you could get Friday the 13th quotes. But it's not the same as Scream. Because the way Scream does it, it's that's on purpose. Like, name an iconic Friday the 13th line. You can't. You can name Freddy Krueger and stuff like one with the primetime bitch. And like, but I think the first, the first thing you think of when thinking of iconic movie horror quotes... You go to scream like do you like scary like, stuff? Let's be honest. I think Ghostface is one of the better slasher killers. Definitely. Here's why. I'll make that case. So, for example, you have Freddy. Uh, Freddy, Freddy, Jason. You got Jason. He's the six foot built rugby player with mummy issues. 
his entire film series. <laughs> he's going up to his beheaded mum and giving him a deck to like, kill teenagers. That's that's boring. Then Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. With Wolverine claws. Yes! That's so boring. But then you've got Chad like you've got Chad like Ghostface. Look at him. Look at the garage. <laughs> the, the, the Virgin Jason and Freddy versus the Chad ghost. <laughs> it gets to the point they stab each other. You know, you don't see Jason stabbing himself. Doesn't happen. You'll never see Ghostface versus Jason. That's because he wouldn't put himself to that. He knows what he's worth. You'll see Freddy versus Jason, but there's there's some there's some huge potholes in other horror films that aren't in scary uh, in Scream. Like yeah, first of all, Jason Brown. How has he become like? How has he come, one come back to life and two now he's immortal? How has that happened? Yo, because lightning bolt, bro. <laughs> uh, I think the electrics in the air made him uh, made him not age. <laughs> it's the last treatment. It's all the rage. Barrier. Screw all anti wrinkle Just get electrocuted. Stand on top of the Eiffel Tower. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Your skin will look six years younger and you will be six feet deeper. I think that's it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Scream was released in 1996 with uh, a kill count of seven. And kill of the week today, if you can get a round of applause for Tatum Riley and her, uh, <laughs> her poorly placed boob kill. Can we get a round of applause? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> classic, classic, classic. <laughs> so, um, I Wes Craven did scream to revitalise the, the slasher genre because it was starting to become boring and people were not going to see, you know, slasher genre anymore because. It was kind of, you know, used up, let's say. It was kind of like, you know, oversaturated, dried up, you know, with like Michael Myers at the time, Freddy Krueger, which I guess is Wes Craven's fault. But, you know, it was Hollywood at the time that they had to keep making sequels. As long as it made money, there would be another one. And it, it kind of, they kind of referenced that in Scream as well, where Stu Mac was saying, if this baby always has a sequel. And of course, Scream did have a sequel. Which I hear is actually better than the first one. In more like it's got four of them actually. Yeah, a lot. It's got and the fifth one coming out January fourteenth, twenty twenty one. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I think it's fourteenth. Get somewhere in January. Uh, don't at me. Scream. Um, but Scream has a very noticeable franchise. It it like classic Halloween mask. You see Ghostface, right? Uh, like it, you can see you. It's one of them things. Like you recognize it anywhere. Yeah. Didn't it descend from the Van Gogh's painter? Uh, is it Van Gogh? Uh, the screen, the screen yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was Van Gogh, oh, it but was I think it was Van Gogh. Uh, he's got to search up. The Scream. Uh, the Scream is the popular name given to a composition created by Norwegian expressionist artist Edvard Munch. Munch? I don't know how to pronounce that. But <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. I won't try and put you up. So, Edward Nom Nom, um, he created that wonderful <laughs> screen painting. Um, what's so funny? That's, that's his name. Um, so, yeah, Scream revitalized the slasher genre and gave it a new burst of life, and they decided to carry that on for three further films until Wes Craven's death in 2015 from a brain tumor. Big RIP to the big man. Yeah. Let us just He's at the pearly gates. <laughs> 
Yeah. Can someone else fucking end it? Because I can't. <laughs> okay, well, this has been our review of the Scream film. We will be back with our next one to review Blair Witch Project. And remember before you go, Scream, more like fuck. Thank you for watching. <laughs> I'll see you next time. See you next this time. was our cut. Yay!